Are you stressed? Do you fear what you'll be facing when you wake up in the morning? Is life simply causing you to question its essence? If so, you're in the right place. Welcome to Spirited Daydreams, the show featuring lightworker and psychic medium Carla Shields, where the answers to some of life's, and yes, the afterlife's most thought-provoking and compelling questions are thought. Spirited, as Carla is known as by many, brings her inspiring, passionate, and powerful spiritual teachings to the Internet. So, let's take a moment to welcome the host of the show, your spiritual healer, Carla Shields. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the show. Today's topic, as many of you know, was scheduled rather quickly to try to offer some help for some folks that have been reaching out for some healing, some prayers, um, just chatting about difficulties and so forth. And uh, the title that came through when I asked the other side is what to do when you don't know what to do which at first I thought was a little bizarre, but it's pretty accurate, isn't it? What do we do when we really don't know what to do? You know, we all go through daily life. We're usually in body, very focused, and our minds are so easily distracted by the others around us. We're social creatures. We're human beings. We all want so badly to feel welcome, at one time or another at least, And many of us have gone to great lengths to be part of the pack of people we're surrounded by. Some of us are empaths. We physically hurt when we're near others that are hurting. And we feel their pain. We can feel their anxiety. Our minds and our bodies are preoccupied with the commitments that require our physical and mental attention in our daily lives. The hurdles we have to get over the things that drain our energy so much, so when we really get down to it, there isn't much left of the kind of living we thought we wanted to do. Some of you have someone you care about that's in pain right now. And part of your soul is reaching out. Everything can feel like it should come to a screeching halt so you can be with them to show support, help them along. And it's frustrating because You know, if you continue your daily routine as though nothing's wrong, which, let's face it, that's what most of society out there wants us to do today. Your spirit feels sad almost, right? You feel drained, sad, empty. So we go through the motions, most of us, and we use our body and mind and we do what we have to do. But our spirit, our very core, it's not in the program with us. You're just not feeling on top of your game at all. Part of part of our spirit actually does tend to the spirit of others. You should know this when for our loved ones, when the rest of us can't. When we're busy doing what we have to do, although we would love nothing more to be with them. You know, sometimes we're not even aware of it, but it's happening. Remember, anything's possible in spirit. The things that we are defined by here on earth it's three dimensional at this point 
and spirit is not constrained to those um, boundaries at all. So this is why many people say, I'm with you in spirit, because they can't physically be with them. We feel we want to be with them, and in the real world of spirit, the real world isn't the physical world. We talk and we hear so much about the real world. Well, the world that we're living in as human beings is a play. It's a drama. It's an exercise. It's an education. It's an experience, hopefully a joyful one for us, at least most of the time, at least part of the time. The world of spirit, you know, we feel the magnetic energy pull that's needed for us to visit with those we care about. And yes, everyone goes out of body at different points during the day. You don't always know it. You mostly don't know it. So some of you have asked me to send healing to someone you care about or to ask that help be sent to you through a very difficult time you're going through. And I do so very happily. What you probably don't know is I'm also sending healing be sent for you when you're concerned about your loved ones, for your guardian angel, your higher power to watch over you just a little closer, and for you to be able to see the synchronicities so the ray of light shines through as you go through this situation to give you extra strength. We all need help like this now and then. So what do you do when you don't know what to do? You keep going. You're in this situation for a reason. It probably doesn't make any sense at all right now. It could be a life lesson for you. And it could just be the end result of someone else's actions. And even sadder a health or life and death issue of someone else. Or perhaps your own health. We can't control what's out of our control and we know that. And the tricky part is we have to put trust somewhere in someone or something. We're often not even sure, right? The people we're looking for or looking to for that trust are the right people to trust, which really makes it even more stressful as we're trying to cope. So let me say this. On trust, I I would suggest that you not only seek the advice of a very trustworthy person in your life that has a lot of knowledge in what you're going through, could be an expert in the field of medicine, someone with training in the area you're dealing with, or could be a friend or a mentor or someone you look up to and respect. Just having a good sense about these situations, maybe someone that's been through it before. The key is you need to feel that you can trust them. Your spirit will tell you. If you don't trust them or the people that you're currently being given advice or being offered help by, your gut's going to tell you, as they say, that's your spirit telling you. And you need to look elsewhere. But don't give up. Common sense dictates that you seek out many opinions But be careful. Don't get your own self mixed up with what everybody else is suggesting to you. It's hard. I know it's hard. You're drained and you're dealing with the concerns, the 
changes the hurt and the pain. And people are offering you help and some of you want to accept the help and you try to go along with it and others, you just want to hide under a rock and leave me alone. Yeah, I know the feeling. In the end, you have decisions to make even now at a difficult time. Even when you've gone through something so traumatic, so painful, so scary. Maybe you're facing your own mortality or someone you love or you're dealing with the fact that they're gone or the relationship ended, whatever. It's never easy, is it? When you're trying to make decisions, the decisions, again, need to feel as right as possible for you to move forward. isn't always right for the next person. So your friends, your counselors, your mentors may be offering you suggestions. And sometimes all you can do is say thanks for your help, thanks for your concern. And you have to keep looking. This is really when spirit comes in more than ever. Because if we're dealing with all of this and feeling general malaise and exhaustion and depression, and yeah, we can all get depressed. We do, don't we? When we're dealing with frustration and anxiety, eventually it wears you down. And if you don't have a break from it, you just feel like giving up. And that's the last thing to do, folks. In this lifetime, as much as it usually doesn't feel that way, we do all have the gift of free will. We get to choose, and sometimes our choices result in consequences and results that aren't good. Sometimes we've done it to ourselves. Or sometimes we've been part of it with someone else. Or they have made some choices that we're just having a horrific time dealing with. We can't deal with the frustration of the fact that that person is so far away and sick at the same time, and we feel helpless. We reach out the best way we can through phone and Internet and whatever we can to let them know we care, but we're frustrated because our lives are here and they're there. And what do we do? This this is a tough situation. This is one example. The best thing to do in any of these situations when it comes to spirit is to stay centered and focused and ask for help. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, you can always take a few seconds to send out a thought and just say, help me. I need some help. I can't do this alone. You may have to say it a dozen or two times. Spirit doesn't work instantaneously by pushing a button. You don't dial the number and say, I need help, and someone's there to say, I'm more than happy to help you. This is what you do. Sometimes it happens that way. Sometimes you'll have a flash of inspiration and go with that if it's a safe and pleasant and hopeful more than anything. Hopeful. If it has it has to hold the energy of hope to consider going with it. You need to use your own good common sense. There's nothing wrong with feeling angry about the situation you're in. What becomes an issue is when you don't get past the anger and move on. If you're stuck in anger, 
ask for help from a trained professional and, I suggest, also a spiritual counselor. Sure, the trained professional can help you get the mind sorted out, the brain, the emotions, and so forth, all that cognitive therapy and cognition that's involved. That's what they're there for. They've had years of training. They're skilled. Find someone you're comfortable with. Don't go to the first person out of the internet yellow pages or white pages or Google search. Find someone you're comfortable with. The spiritual counselor in your life needs to be someone also that you feel comfortable with. There's a lot of us spiritual people in the world that are dealing as spiritual healers that you can go to. Your personal beliefs may suggest you go one way to a group or an organization. And if you're comfortable with that, then do that. When you don't think that's enough, you may need help from someone like me. And there's many of us that are psychics, mediums, and also spiritual healers. For this definition, I need to specify this. A spiritual healer, by my definition, is not some medicine man or woman that reaches into the body cavity and pulls out the damaged parts. Someday, but not today for the most part, folks, and that's not what this is about. My definition of a spiritual healer is when you have a person that you can get a reading from, someone that can connect to your personal spirit guide to ask what you need to move forward. This is part of the reason to seek a reading. One is to be concerned with the welfare of your spirit. You need to find someone that you feel comfortable with that's honest or feels honest and kindly that means to offer you help, direction, and send you psychic healing and love and care. That's what I mean by a spiritual healer. It's not most of us, myself, this isn't something we charge for. It's just who we are. We get, you know, we can't help but do it. It's just what we do. It's instantaneous for us to send out healing for most of us. It's just what we do wherever we go. And it's part of our journey. I certainly don't seek to make a benefit or a profit on that. We're all in this together. And we need to look out for each other. And if you have people in your lives, I'm going to put this quite bluntly, it's coming through loud and clear, they want me to say, if you have people in your lives, there's someone out there that's doing anything but helping you, then just walk away from them right now because you need to focus on moving forward and healing and getting yourself together. You can thank them, bless them, release them from your life for a while, or maybe just cut them out altogether. But you need to focus on getting yourself back on track. You need to focus on healing, getting stronger, and forming new healthy alliances. And it happens one step at a time. You know, most people feel these situations. You know you do. When you're changing your course and you're getting off track, you know you're getting off track. We all do. We know we're not doing what's necessarily best for us. You don't need a psychic or a counselor to tell you that. You know. Sometimes it does help to remind us that we need to get back on track with what we came here to do and to ask others to send us prayerful healing energy. There is nothing 
more sad to me than someone going through a dramatic, difficult time and feeling as though they are so all alone. I've had that feeling. It didn't last long because I knew I had help on the other side. But you can be going through something very difficult for you. And it may be something that isn't difficult for someone else. For someone else, they're laughing at you or saying, oh, come on, buck up and deal with it. But for you, this is tough. And they just don't get the pain you're in, which makes you feel even worse. Any of you that's been listening to me or following me for a while know that I'm huge, number one, on the issue of self-esteem, suicide prevention, because everyone is at risk. Everyone, every human being is at risk for this. Anyone that tells you they're not, but for them, I hope it stays that way. But being human beings with our body, mind, and emotions and our spirit connection often being put on the back burner so that we're operating on two-thirds of what we really should be operating on and with all the challenges we have to face and the people that just don't get us and the friends that aren't available because they're busy living their lives or we don't want to bother them or whatever it is, or we maybe feel we can do this by ourselves, when you're going through something tough, if you have one person to reach out to, whether it's a friend, an acquaintance, a counselor, a priest, a rabbi, a minister, a psychic, a spiritual medium, what have you, anything that feels comfortable to you, then reach out. If it's a book, pick it up. If it's a movie, watch it. You'll get inspiration. But you have to ask for it. You have to look for it. The other side is always sending you help when you need it in one way or another. But are you paying attention? Are you aware? You know, I'm personally acquainted, acquainted obviously, with the healing power of spirit. And I have to say this. There are no spells that are needed. There are no magic wands that are needed in spirit. You can use them. Are they effective? Yes, if the energy behind them is intended for it to be and the recipient in spirit accepts it. Just as healing from a medical physician sometimes doesn't work because the spirit of the person has given up. And other times, you go to a doctor or a psychiatrist or a counselor or a healer or whatever, and you have dramatic healing beyond what they ever hoped for. And that's because it's because your spirit and your body and mind are working together. You're operating on, on all eight cylinders. That's the way it's supposed to be. That's the way it's intended for us to live our lives. That's the real way we're supposed to be living. It can be really hard to accept that the other side, Mother and Father God, our personal guides, our angels, your higher power, would let these awful things happen to us. But remember, when you came in, before you came in, and you were charting some things for your lifetime that you wanted to experience that you don't remember now, you knew you were going to have the power of free will. You knew you were going to be able to make choices. You knew there were going to be some difficult times. 
some life lessons. And you knew you were also here, some of you, more than others. Some of you, in fact, listening right now, live, are here to help others. There's one or two people in your life that you charted to come in to help. It's part of your journey. And you're finding finding it frustrating? Sure. Now is the time to look up and ask them for help. And thanks for listening. I send you healing. Not everything that happens to you is tried to happen, though. Terrible things happen. Awful things happen. Some challenges and changes due to other people's actions. And we're stuck dealing with the fallout. It happens a lot. It happens with health issues and doctors and medical professions when they make a mistake. They're human. Some of them, I question whether or not they should be in the medical profession. And others are marvelous, caring. They've done their homework, and they care about the person, not just the disease, illness, or situation. Those are the ones to seek out, get referrals, get recommendations. Start there. It happens with our cars, our homes. Oh, my gosh, it happens with our coffee makers, right? Bad stuff happens. It's part of life. We all make mistakes. It happens because someone's angry, desperate. Bad things happen because people do stupid things. When you're faced with something as sad, as hurtful, and as painful as the murder or suicide or death of a loved one, Some of us can feel stronger, have adrenaline rushes and keep going and almost be in shock for a while. It's helpful to look at those around you if you have children, grandchildren, nieces, nephews, siblings, or a good spiritual soul family, people you feel comfortable with. Those are your real family, the people that are there for you. If you have one good friend in your life, I was told as a child, and I still believe it, one good friend, I mean the one that's there, no matter what. You are blessed. You are fortunate. You are just on target. I have a lot of friends. I have a lot of acquaintance friends, and I care very much for them. I care very much for my client friends. I care about everybody, good, bad, and otherwise. And someone that does this work usually does. And we're drained because we're giving all the time, just like you. You're giving all the time. From the time you get up until you go to bed. You're doing things for somebody. Maybe it's your cat. Most of us find it helpful to have a reason to get up in the morning. When bad things happen, you have to find that reason. You have to remember what that reason is, and it may be different now. You may have to find a new reason to get up in the morning. I suggest that you look around and look in the mirror because God doesn't make junk to Mother and Father God or their guides or their angels. They've turned away from all of it. They're walking on their own in the dark. 
they've lost track of what the light in them is. They may or may, not, may or may not have another spark to get their soul on fire again. And I hope everyone does, but it doesn't always happen, and for some it never will. And if you're the product of one of those situations or several of them, I hear you. But don't stop now. You you still have a journey ahead of you, my friend. You're here for a much, much more than this. And you can become stronger as a result of this situation. And you will get through it. And you will get past it. And you will get help. The question is, are you going to look for it and love yourself enough to put your pride aside and ask for help? It's hard. Some of us are so used to being strong because that's the way we are that we just can't ask for help. Some of us are so intelligent, so proud, and we know so much. Maybe we know all the psychological reasons for doing everything. Maybe we're trained in that field and we're not supposed to ask for help. i got to tell you, I learned a long time ago from other people in, in that field and going into that field, everyone's damaged. And the people that go into that field have a reason for going into that field. Just as I opened up to the general public as a psychic medium and spiritual healer, which I always had those abilities and I always did it quietly on the side because it's who I am. It's what I came in with, some of the skills, but it's part of who I am. Each and everyone has psychic abilities. We all have it. My mediumship abilities were part of my gift and part of my soul that's been with me since the beginning of my being in all my incarnations. And my spiritual healing, yeah, I am one of those silly people. I am, if you don't know me and this is the first time you've heard, I am very Pollyanna. I am one of those people that believes that everything's going to come out okay. And I've personally been witness to and lost some people I love very much to the other side, but I do buy it. I also know that there's hate and frustration in the world and anger. You have a choice how to deal with the result of what's happened to you. And the key is to be aware of it. When you're flailing around, cycling on station and feeling that sense of general, ah, you know, the general malaise, because life in general stinks. It's time to wake up and be aware of who you are. I'm not talking about your name or your situation. I'm talking about you as a whole, your spirit. One of the most important things to do when you don't have a clue what to do is to let go of the outcome. That doesn't mean to give up on yourself or others. You have to keep going. Do the best you can. Ask for help. Nobody's an island. We're social beings, whether we like it or not. Some of us are introverts. Some of us are extroverts. Some are more bubbly and outgoing. Some of us are more serious. Or just as even more so emotional. And that's why we're introverts. Because we may also be very empathic. And we have to guard ourselves. And have our personal time. It's not a sign of weakness. It's a show of intelligence to 
ask for help. I'm going to take a brief break, and we're going to come back for a little bit more. We may not fill this whole hour, but I'm going to take a brief break for a few minutes and put on a song I just adore and be back soon.
Hi, everybody. We're back. So I have a little meditation I'd like to do for you to heal with you. It is a healing meditation that my guides gave me, actually. It only takes a few minutes. You don't have to do anything special. It's pretty easy to remember, and it's a pleasant one. It helps to clear and cleanse our energy field and our spirit from time to time on a regular basis. Meditation is not only a spiritual, new age thing, but it's also been recognized by the psychology community as being beneficial for people for many reasons. I suggest you look it up. It's something everyone can learn to do and very helpful. So here we go. To get the psychic dust up of everybody else off us, so to speak, do a little short meditation to clear and cleanse. First of all, you just take a deep breath and exhale. Just let go. Take another and inhale peace, love and healing. And exhale. Oh, your worries, just let it go. Imagine them just flowing away. You ready? In. With peace and love and healing. And release the worries and the negativity. I'm going to ask you just to close your eyes if you can. Ask for the white light of the Holy Spirit. Of Mother and Father God to surround you. And the purple light of spirituality to be to be around you as well, with you. Just take a moment to be. Just be. Imagine. You're in a beautiful garden. And on this beautiful path in the woods, in the garden, you find roses everywhere. So many roses in the woods. Of all colors and shapes and gorgeous. The woods are kind of dark. But in this beautiful garden you've run into... You wonder how it got there. It's like the sunlight's coming down through the trees right on you. And you just feel so terrific, so peaceful. Now imagine, you have a basket. There's a basket along the path. So you picked it up because you want to take some of these roses with you. What you find is you go to pick the roses, which incidentally, there's no thorns on these there. They're wonderful. They're unique roses. Magical. So you pick some of them and the rose petals magically fall off like dust into into the basket. And you uh, gradually you're filling up your basket with all these beautiful rose petals. And pretty soon the silky petals of those lovely roses are overflowing from the basket. You're just having a great time. Wonderful moment. Suddenly you realize all around you are these beautiful angels that you've never seen before. But you see them now. They're so bright. The light is so bright that comes from them. And the energy is nothing short of pure love. It's just warm. It just makes you feel so warm. You wouldn't even think to be afraid. You feel like they've been with you forever. And there's Archangel Michael. 
He's in blue. And you recognize him immediately. He's so strong, an angel. He's stronger than the rest. And he's gathered, he tells you, all these angels to help you. Just you. So now, you just feel like taking a handful of the petals and tossing them in the air above you. So you do that. And you realize they fall down upon you and around you. And all of a sudden, all the negativity that was with you disappears. So you take a few steps forward and keep going on the pathway gradually. And you sprinkle the rose petals up and above and around you. Everything feels so pure and so clean. And you feel really good. All those things you were worried about, they're melted away from the very act of these rose petals. Just like magic. They're taking all the negativity from you. And the angels suddenly just blow gently all the rose petals away out into the universe. They're gone all at once. All at once. It's like watching a billion balloons go up into the sky. (coughs) Excuse me. All the rose petals just gone out of sight. They're gone. You move forward because there's a door ahead at the edge of the garden. It's a metal gate with some wood trim. So you figure, well, I have to keep going. I was on this journey into the woods for a reason, so I guess I have to go, although the last thing you do, want to do is leave. But you move forward. And as you go through the gate, you feel cleansed and cleared with only the peaceful feeling and remembrance of your personal garden. And now you return to your chair, open your eyes, and know that you spent a few moments with the angels in your very own magical rose garden of healing. The angels wish you well and remind you, you can come back anytime. It's always up to you. And that's it. very long. It's a very pure healing meditation for cleansing and clearing that was given to me by my guide. My guides, I have two. When I was going through something and needed something a little bit different for a meditation. And I assure you, you won't look at roses the same when you've done this on your own. (laughs) So, I want to ask you, I'll tell you a little bit. You know, what about the power of focus? Regardless of people's beliefs, beliefs, the power of focus is in almost everything. If you don't focus, you don't get stronger. You can't pay attention to use the abilities, the skills, the talents, what have you, that you have or that you're learning or want to learn. You have to focus. And to get through difficulties, you have to focus too. You have to focus on the light at the end of the tunnel. Or it's just, just, as, just as we talked about um, when we went through this meditation, the light that comes from the pure positive energy of source. The power of your intention, your personal attention, is more powerful than anything that can happen to you. 
we need to make up our minds what we want when we're going through tough things. We can choose to be sad or happy. Everybody knows that. That's not always enough. And some people need to be angry to get through things, which is really sad because they're missing out on the joy of life. We all get angry. I get angry. I don't hold on to it very long. You need to release it, just as we did in that meditation. There's no better way than to turn it over to the other side, release it to the angels and have them send it into the universe and ask for pure positive energy to be returned to you. I do it all the time. Things, life ain't easy, folks. Life ain't easy. And as the song said, it ain't that bad. It's actually a wonderful place, a wonderful experience. And I pray that you'll find that healing, the drive and the motivation, the power of spirit, your own. When you take your own power and combine it with the power of someone else, and add the pure positive energy of source. I don't care what you call it. God, goddess, whatever your higher power is to you. The pure positive energy of source energy is always there. It works in and through us. And you can use it at any time. I have a couple questions for you before we close. We're not going to use the whole hour. We don't need to. You know, it's one thing to agree with someone else on a restaurant. It's another thing to turn over your major life decisions to them. Especially when you're capable of doing it yourself. If you give your power away by assuming that someone else is going to do it for you, you're making the choice of doing nothing. And you'll not only have a consequence now, but you'll have to you'll have a consequence in spirit too. A few things to think about. Do you know what you came here to do? I mean, this lifetime. Do you know? Do you know why you're in the situation you're in? And I mean spiritually, not the cause and effect, because most of us can figure that out. Is there a spiritual reason you're in it? They aren't always the same. Can you feel your true emotions about how you feel? Or are you in a fog about the whole thing from stress? Then go to meditation. Remember the issue of control. Somebody once said, stress exists because you persist. Many masters have also said something along the lines of let go what you can't control and you will find peace. Well, a lot of this show has been a lot of messages that came through for different people that will hear it later on in the archives. Parts of it will reach some and parts of it will touch others. That's the work of spirit. That's not my job. My journey here today with you is hopefully sent out some happy vibes. Although I've been speaking very seriously because this is a very serious subject. There's a lot of love in the world. There's a lot of goodness in the world. There's a lot of peace in the world. 
You need to pay attention. For 45 minutes of this show, I've been going very, pretty much along a certain path because I've been led to do that. But I want to tell you, you need to wake up and pay attention. There's good out there. You have to look for it. You have to pay attention to it. And when you get the signs from the other side, you know they're there. But if you're not paying attention and you're chucking it up to to, to something else, to coincidence, you missed it. What do you think they're going to do? Come down, stand in front of you and say, here's your list. No offense, but someone had to hear that. It, it doesn't work. Yes, I try to be kind and good and loving because that's who my soul is. That's who I try to be. That's who I am. As we all are. But I get very frustrated as many of us do in this path. When we put out so much healing energy for people, for one or two people, or someone that's come to us for help, and they don't like what they're hearing, but they know the message from the other side was right. But they just go back to doing what they did all along. It's their choice. It's free will. You have the right to do that. But don't shoot the messenger. I have friends, my brother who is also in this field. And, you know, we try to help a lot of people. We do the best we can with what we have, just like you in your work. And we ask the other side to help us and work through us. And we pass along what we can Don't get angry with us because you made your personal choice. And for those of you that are really dark out there, that enjoy the darkness, have a party. It's your choice. If you wish to stay there. But be aware you're coming back because you didn't get it this time. It's your choice. And if you're in the darkness now and you want to get out, all you have to do is ask. And if you need some help, Contact me or another spiritualist that you feel comfortable with and ask for a reading. You can always reach me at www.spirited.daydreams.com. That's the best way to reach me. You can send me a contact request right from the website, which you can see right on your cell phone. Just scroll down a little bit. There's a little section on your cell phone where there's those lines, four or five lines in the center, push that. That gives you the menu. I'm saying this for people that don't don't understand how that works because I do have a few clients that don't understand how that works. So if you pull up spiritedaydreams.com on your phone, my website's going to come up, and you'll see these little lines, and if you want to see the menu, you push those lines. That's the way it works now. And you just push the one you want to look at and scroll down on your phone. So when you go to the Contact Me page, you do the same thing. You push the little lines from when you get to spiritedaydreams.com or whatever website you're on. You push the little lines and they almost all have a contact page. You push that little one and there you go. Enter your information, send it off. It gets to me. It gets right to me personally. And I'll get back to you as soon as I can. If you want to book a reading, you can do it that way. Just ask me for a reading, what kind you want. One, two, three question email. If you need a phone reading, I am doing them on a selective basis just because I am so busy right now. But we, we can try to schedule that in for you. 
I'm having a really good special right now, and it's meant specifically for issues like this. If you're having tough times, if you just have relationship questions, and that's not just because those things could be tremendously difficult, right? If you have any kind of issue that you want some guidance from the other side about, from your spirit guides, feel free to ask. You can do it for $11.11 on a very limited time basis for a one-question email reading. Just enter the code when you go to my website, go to book a reading, pick the one-question email reading, click checkout. It's all, it's, I'm just going through the steps for you. Click checkout. It brings it up on the screen. You enter a coupon code SUMMER12, S-U-M-M-E-R-1-2. They'll put the discount in. You pay. It comes to me, and we'll schedule your reading. And I will ask you to send me the question. Okay? There are only a limited number of packages available, so don't miss out, folks. They're going fast because I did offer this to the people that are followers of my website that that are on my mailing list. So they had first choice at this before I opened it up to the public. And already several of them have gone, and I do have a limited number that I can do at this price. Okay? So I look forward to hearing from you if you need that, and I'm happy to help. I hope this was helpful to you, and I hope that you consider you are a spiritual being in a physical body. Part of you is connected to the light, and it's up to you to remember that. Blessings. The next show, actually, is coming up August 5th. It's going to be a little more positive, and it's going to be stronger in terms of my spirited side, my personality, I want to say. We'll, we'll have a little fun with it. It's called, Do You Feel Like You Live on Sunday Isle? Tuning in for that half hour on Wednesday, August 5th at 7 p.m. Eastern at 4 Pacific or at midnight if you're up late in the U.K. Or you can always tune in, like most of my followers um, enjoy to do now. Uh, blessings. Take care. Love you. Bye-bye.